Talk to my friend Drew. And I'll tell you what, he's a tough guy. A millennial conservative. I've, I've become a big fan of One your writing. Of the great young thinkers of our time. Appreciate his opinion. Conservative Drew Allen. As Drew Allen. Conservative. I look to this guy for wisdom. All right, and we are back in the saddle. Another busy week of news with the Drew Allen Show. It's the moment we've all been waiting for, folks. Isn't that what Barack Obama said? You know, we are the ones we've been waiting for. Well, here we are, uh, me and you together again. Um, You know, I'm supposed to be very upset today, uh, I I guess. I mean, that's what the left is telling me. Uh, uh, Captain, have you, are you upset today by this, uh, this latest mean tweet, this social media post by Donald Trump, you know, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're saying that he's, he's calling for, you know, overthrowing the government again, or, or you, you, he, uh, so captain is, is not upset. By the way, it's captain C A P T A I N. I was in San Francisco this weekend, captain with some family. I had a, a cousin that had a film screening in San Francisco, and then I had another cousin that was getting uh, engaged, so we're there to surprise him. And another relative uh, is named Catherine, and uh, and Catherine said to me, you know, who is it you're talking to, Catherine? Who's Catherine? Who's Catherine? I said, it's it's Captain, Captain. Now, I won't tell everyone why, but, but anyway, it is Captain I'm talking to, which is, you know, some call him Mr. Producer and so on and so forth, but that's what you're hearing. You know, there's no Catherine here. No offense to any Catherines. You know, it's a fine name, but this is Captain. So, okay, you know, so Captain's not upset by this. I'm certainly not upset by this, but, you know, uh, I got to be careful here. You know, these are my colleagues. I know some of these folks, but, you know, I mean, Ben Shapiro, um, I was informed that his response to this uh, Trump social media post is, you know, of course, predictable outrage. You know, I think he said supposedly that Trump stepped on a rake. Uh, I just, you know, in Italy, you know, the favorite national sport is hitting on women, not hitting women, hitting on women, right? Flirting, whistling, catcalling, right? That's their favorite sport. You know, in um, in the Republican Party, it seems to be that our favorite sport, right? Our favorite pastime is, is, is forming a circular firing squad around our own people and opening fire. And I just, I don't understand it for the life of me. I, I really don't. I've got to inject reason today. And, you know, I, I'm sure many of you disagree with me. I mean, that's okay. You're wrong. But, uh, but anyway, nonetheless, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk this through. You know, I'm, I'm going out of order here, Captain, but I, I think we'll just start off with this. I'm going to talk about the Georgia election, right? That's happening today. I mean, and that is huge. And that's really what we should be talking about. But as usual, right, this is what the media has mastered. And, um, you know, you know, Trump plays the media, right? Uh, Time and time again, that's what he's an expert at doing. But, you know, our side isn't quite savvy enough to to catch on and see what he actually did. But we're going to get into the the Georgia Georgia election. That's massive, way more important than this. But I have to address this. You know, I mean, look, we get dragged through the mud. Uh, my, some of my fellow uh, compadres out there dragging us through the mud. So I've got to got to get us out and dig us up, dig us out of the mud. Uh, go ahead and pull up that that uh, photo three, I think it is. So I'm going to give you the context now. Maybe some of you haven't seen this yet. Uh, so this is this is what sparked outrage from the left wing media and uh, has now initiated this latest circular firing squad on our side of Trump. So I'm going to read it to you. If you're watching, obviously it's on the screen. So Donald Trump in response 
to this revelation that the Biden campaign and the intelligence community coordinated, colluded with big tech to suppress the Hunter Biden story, to interfere in the 2020 election. This is what he had to say. And that's a that's a bombshell we'll talk about, too. So I'll read this to you. So with a revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception in working closely with big tech companies, the DNC and the Democrat Party, do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner? Or do you have a new election? A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. So there's the latest mean tweet, social media post. And uh, go ahead and pull it. Thanks, Captain. So we're supposed to be upset by that. Um, It's hard to decide in my mind where to begin because there's just so much to say to tear apart the left uh, in regards to their, you know, uh, outrage at this. Um, You know, I suppose I should, I should, yeah, yeah. Captain's right. He said, since when do the Democrats care about the Constitution? That's it. That's exactly right. And that, that was a point I wanted to make. You know, Trump is playing the media. He's not a stupid person. I know that's what the, what the left wants you to think about him and to adopt as your own position. But in one social media post, Donald Trump got the entire Democratic Party and the left-wing media to defend the Constitution. That's what they're doing now. All of a sudden, they care about the Constitution. They're defending the Constitution. I'm going to take a sip of water. It's unprofessional, but so here we are. So, I mean, I just want to th- you to think about the Democratic Party here. <coughs> this is the party that cares nothing about the First Amendment. Here's the irony, right? Trump's response is to the fact that the left promotes censorship. They have no regard for the, the First Amendment of the Constitution, free speech, right? They care nothing about it. They, they actively sought to eliminate it. You had government officials. You had politicians, you had the Democrat National Committee, you even had Katie Hobbs in an elected position in Arizona contacting Twitter, using connections to censor voices that they didn't agree with, points of view that were detrimental to them, that exposed them. And now all of a sudden the Democrats care about the Constitution, they don't care about the Second Amendment. I mean, this is the reality. In terms of abiding by adhering to the constitution uh we are so far from the founding father's vision we are so far from actually upholding the constitution i mean you know i've got a story coming up later on about how you know uh, uh ice is covering up for the democratic party they seem to be lying in terms of how many illegals actually are walking around this country uh you know with their 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 uh, uh gps trackers on their ankles are i mean is the Democrat Party upholding the Constitution when they allow for five and a half million illegals to come in under the Biden administration? When they fly these individuals in the dead of night, facilitate their entry into the country, invite them in, give them iPhones? I mean, they're impairing the system. I mean, we had the Democrats violating the. I mean, you know, let me just let me see if I can find this real quick while I'm on it. You know, this is just it's incredible to me. I've got. Um, 
I just compiled, you know, this is this is a very, very brief list, by the way. But in terms of what the what what just Joe Biden has done, I mean, when he came out and, uh, you know, promoted the eviction moratorium, right, staying that he admitted that that was unconstitutional. Hold on one second here. Um, almost there. Yeah, I mean, okay, I just, I just, and I want to ask John Bolton about this in a minute, but, you know, look, uh, the eviction moratorium was one I wanted to mention, right? Biden admitted that wasn't constitutional. He said the bulk of scholars said it wouldn't pass constitutional muster, but it didn't stop him. I mean, they use the EPA, and they do this repeatedly with with different um, unelected bureaucrats, but they use the EPA to shut down coal plants. The Supreme Court stopped it because it wasn't constitutional. Uh, I mean, it's just time. I mean, the, the, the student debt forgiveness, unconstitutional. That's being held up right now. It is, so, you know, spare me, please, if you're a Democrat suddenly caring about the Constitution. You don't care about it. But we've got the firing squad, as I said. And I, I just got to tell you something right now. We got a long way until the, you know, 2024 election. I mean, it'll be here, you know, before we know it, certainly just like the midterms were. But I'll tell you, you know, the the left and Republicans are talking about, you know, this is disqualifying for Donald Trump. I'll tell you what's disqualifying if you want to be the Republican presidential candidate in 2024. Uh, Going on left wing propagandist outfits that hate you and me and and dunking on Trump. If the only place where you can get support is going on CNN as a Republican, you're disqualified. You're disqualified. And now we have John Bolton. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I don't mean to be mean here. It's not that big a deal. But, I, I, you know, somebody told me John Bolton's five foot two. Five foot two, you know. It, it makes sense, doesn't it? He's got the Napoleon syndrome. Now, remember, before I play this clip, so John Bolton, of course, this is just a disgruntled little troll. I mean, he and uh, 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 Anthony Fauci, they would get along great. They could have a really wonderful little tea party together. Uh, they're both little tiny men with Napoleon complexes. Now, John Bolton, remember, was fired by Donald Trump. I think this was in September of, 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 of 2019, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Because, you know, Bolton came in and... Uh, He's a war hawk. He's a war hawk. And, you know, everyone hacked. Actually, you know, when Bolton came in to the administration, a lot of people were really excited about it because prior to that, he had a pretty good reputation. Um, But he, I mean, if you want to talk about unhinged, talk about John Bolton. So he was the national security, security advisor to Donald Trump. And look, Donald Trump's strategy what he promised was that he was going to be, you know, a, 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 a president that oversaw historic peace. And he achieved that right in the Middle East. He got all those deals done. Um, and John Bolton just wanted to drop bombs on everybody. He wanted to drop bombs on Iran. He wanted to drop bombs on Venezuela. You know, if he wanted to drop bombs on China, North Korea, I mean, this guy was a lunatic. I mean, I mean, he's 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 Joe Biden in the current administration. Uh, that seems to be intent on, uh, you know, starting World War Three over over Russia, Ukraine. He's them on steroids. He just wanted to blow the world up, and so you know, he, he obviously he did. He wasn't a good fit for the for the Trump administration, and he was embarrassed. Remember, Donald Trump put out a tweet. 
And man, what great days. So he put out a tweet and he, you know, he said he fired John Bolton and John Bolton came back and said, no, 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 no. I resigned. Sure. Okay. You resigned, John, because, you know, Trump gave you a call or sent you a memo and said, uh, you're fired or you can resign. You know, so you didn't have a choice anyway. And so John Bolton is a little man with a big grudge. So he's upset with Donald Trump and he's trying to score. And this is the thing. John Bolton, I mean, this is why it's disqualifying. He doesn't have the temperament and he doesn't care about the country because he, he, you know what? Go ahead, go ahead and pull up cut one. So Bolton was on meet the press. We'll do that clip first. Cut one. Um, I want you to hear John Bolton seizing on this opportunity um, to try and make himself look good. And, and I got to tell you something. This is just a, a, a principle that I live by. And I tell people when I see it, you know, you're not making yourself look good by trying to make someone else look bad. Um, so go ahead and play cut one. This is, this is John Bolton on Meet the Press. He had to go to a left-wing outlet. Because, look, I mean, this is the th- they invite him on to trash Trump, to trash Trump, and he just obliges. So go ahead and play cut one, and then I'll comment. He didn't do so. Yeah, two very different political realities that they are dealing with. Garrett Haig, thank you for your great reporting, as always. In addition to lawmakers, former President Trump is also facing criticism over his comments from his own former administration officials. Trump National Security Advisor John Bolton tweeted Saturday, quote, No American conservative can agree with Donald Trump's call to suspend the Constitution because of the results of the 2020 election. And all real conservatives must oppose his 2024 campaign for president. And with me now is former National Security Advisor and former Ambassador to the U.N., John Bolton. Ambassador Bolton, it's so good to see you. Thank you for being here. Glad to be here. Let's start with your reaction and just following up on your tweet We have been here so many times before, but does this moment feel different for you when it comes to former President Trump, who's now a declared candidate? Well, this is an existential threat to the republic itself. Uh, He has said that he wants the Constitution terminated. Now, he's tried to walk it back today, but uh, he failed. Uh, The only people who can understand that are people who don't speak English. He's saying the same things in slightly different words. It's not merely wrong and outrageous. It is disqualifying. Uh, A president, when he's sworn into office, takes a constitutional oath that says in part, I will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution. Donald Trump has just said he won't do that. That is disqualifying. And Republican leaders have to say that. So there's John Bolton, right? Here's the thing with John, Johnny boy. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Captain informed me because, look, you know, we we take our jobs very seriously here. And, you know, we have a relationship of trust with you, our audience. And so we've got to get the facts straight, even when it's John Bolton's height. So I just want to let you know that John Bolton is actually a giant of a man. He's five foot seven, five foot seven, not five foot two. So just want to clarify that. So here's the thing. When was the last time John Bolton went on TV? and addressed the left's repeated attacks and violations of the Constitution. He's never done it. These are little, little men. Tiny people without principle. You know, this is the easiest thing ever. He's just a useful idiot, and he's happy to get on TV. And look, the idea that this guy, John Bolton, thinks that he's going to run for president, and somehow he's going to really take the nomination away from Trump, 
This guy's delusional. Delusional like the Democrats, delusional like many of their voters out there. And so, you know, this is my big problem with John Bolton. <laughs> He's going to run for president to stop Trump. Uh, uh, Captain, are you going to vote for, for John, John Bolton? See your top candidate? No. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Um, I, and this is the thing, you know, here we go. Democrats were just caught violating the First Amendment by dictating to Twitter who could speak and who couldn't. They're openly calling for the suspension of the First Amendment for conservatives. They want to abolish the Electoral College. But here is John Bolton so upset with Donald Trump. And, you know, we got more to get into with this, too. I I just I, I want to give you a history lesson. Okay, this is this is important. There's something called the contested election of 1876. And I just I wish more Republicans had had the cojones to talk about this back in 2020 when we had all this evidence of fraud, all of these concerning problems. And I just want to remind you, you know, Trump has the uh, cojones of steel here, right? I mean, this guy is willing to call out the election. And look, a lot of people on our side and of course, media outlets, Fox News, they don't want to touch election fraud. They just don't want to touch it, which is so crazy to me. Why are we retreating on this issue? What happened in 2020 was an abomination, an abomination. And I want to juxtapose the Republican reaction in 2020 to the same party, the Republican Party reaction back in 1876. So 1876, the Democrat presidential candidate was Samuel Tilden. The Republican presidential candidate was Rutherford B. Hayes. Now, I want you to remember something. 1876 was just about a decade after the Civil War. And the Democratic Party, look, I mean, think about this. Every single living American in 1876 had had experienced loss, had been touched in some way by the Civil War. They had lost a son. They had lost a father. The, the country had been torn apart. Our, you know, uh, major American cities burned to the ground by, by the South, by the North. I mean, this is unbelievable what happened. 600,000 Americans dead, dead. The equivalent of, you know, I think 6 million if you adjusted it for population today. And 10 years later, the Democrats were saying, this was their rallying cry, Tilden or war. This is your Democratic Party. 10 years after the Civil War, if if you don't put Tilden in office, we're going to war again. Now, the Democrats cheated in 1876. They stole the election from Rutherford B. Hayes. And guess what happened? There was no constitutional process to deal with this, right? This had not happened in the country before to this extent. And the Republicans did not cave. They refused to cave. They refused to certify that election and those results for the Democrats. And I just want to read you a little snippet about what happened. So a joint session of the 44th Congress met for the first time to count the electoral votes in the 1876 presidential election. Democrat Samuel Tilden had emerged from the close election leading Republican Rutherford B. Hayes of Ohio. 
just one vote shy of the 185 needed to win. However, returns from Louisiana, Florida, South Carolina, and Oregon remained in dispute. The Southern tallies were particularly controversial. Both Tilden and Hayes, electors, submitted votes from these three states. Dueling electors, right? Each claiming victory in violent and confused elections. The Democratic-controlled House and the Republican-dominated Senate came to a compromise on how to resolve the problem by creating an electoral commission, a bipartisan committee of House members, senators, and Supreme Court justices who would determine the final disposition of the yet unassigned electoral votes. The February 1st joint session first put the commission to work, submitting the Florida returns for investigation before a large crowd in the gallery. There was a great desire to witness a fair count, reported the New York Times. And curiosity was increased by the expectation that the new law would afford some new diversion to the formality of the counting. Congress met in a joint session 15 times in the next month. Until acting on the decision of the commission, it awarded the disputed vote to Hayes, granting him the victory by one vote. So Trump calling for the termination of this rule and that rule in the Constitution, he goes on to clarify and say, you know, unprecedented fraud, unprecedented situation like this in America demands unprecedented action. And that's what the Republicans did back in 1876. There was no constitutional process for that. But if the if if you know Republicans, the same Republicans in 2020, if they'd been there back then, would have said, no, 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 no. We just got to certify this for for Samuel Tilden. We've got to let the Democrat win. We at we know there's cheating, but um, you know, we just got we just for the good of the country, we got to heal. We got to give it to him. And if we don't resolve this, we're in deep deep doo doo, right? So anyway, so there's John Bolton. By the way, John, so John Bolton, uh, the, the, the brilliant man here, go ahead and get um, a cut two prepared. So, you know, here's the thing. If you're going to go out on the attack like this against Trump, you know, th- this is why y- you have the saying in the Bible, right? Um, well, I'm going to get it wrong now. And I'm, I'm going to sound like George Bush. But um, look, you know, you, you better be clean and pure as the, you know, wind-driven snow, or have a record of coming out and consistently calling out constitutional problems like this in your mind, right? That are a threat to the republic if you're going to do this. But here's Bolton. Remember this famous time? Uh, uh, Bolton going on, on, on TV and talking about how he was involved in coups. Go ahead and play cut two. Respect. Uh, one doesn't have to be brilliant to attempt a coup uh, i disagree with that as somebody who has helped plan coup d'etat yeah. not here but you know other places uh, it takes a lot of work so i mean there's there's john bolton i mean is, is this guy a genius or what um so anyway john bolton you know dunking on dunking on trump and you know i i queue up cut four i got you know i got several clips here i want to play you know, so Anderson Cooper, I just, this is about a minute, 20 seconds. I want you to hear it all because this is essentially, I, I just, I, I guess I, I just don't have any stomach, any tolerance for, I mean, these people don't have an ounce of credibility or respect. And 
The thing is, they don't have any principle. They do not call out Joe Biden, who has done far more, who repeatedly, I mean, their party hates the Constitution. I guess this is the point. And if Republicans were smart, they would understand that Donald Trump's little social media post has given them a golden opportunity to expose the left, right? I mean, this is the same kind of thing. When, when Abbott, Governor Abbott of Texas, and when DeSantis of Florida send these illegal aliens on buses to Martha's Vineyard or Washington, D.C., and you have Democrats coming out and declaring national emergencies, getting the National Guard involved to deport them from their little liberal havens and cities, it reveals the utter hypocrisy, what frauds these Democrats are. And that's what we just had an opportunity to do, not to sit here and, 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 and dunk on Trump and say, oh, Trump stepped in a rake and so on. And so on. No, it's the Democrats are defending the Constitution. Now's the time to go on the attack. Oh, you guys love the Constitution? Great. Well, right now you're in Congress trying to destroy the Second Amendment. So if you love the Constitution, you have to agree then that what you just did, the Biden administration, the DNC, colluding with big tech to censor conservative voices of dissent. Well, hey, is that an example of you guys supporting the Constitution? Oh, John Bolton says, you take an oath to defend the Constitution. Well, are the Democrats defending the Constitution when they have an open border policy? When they repeatedly lie to the American citizens about who's coming in, deceiving us? Oh, is that defending the Constitution? You mean like that? Shove it up your pie hole, Democrats. You don't love the Constitution. So anyway, here's, here's Anderson Cooper, cut four. I want you to hear what, uh, what he has to say. The former president is once again asking who you're going to believe, me or your lying eyes. Once again, he is pretending he didn't say something absurd and absurdly dangerous for a once and possibly future president to say. As you've likely heard, early Saturday morning, he posted a rant of sorts on his social media site, responding to the release of internal Twitter emails from 2020 about Hunter Biden's laptop and a New York Post story at the time. The relevant part reads, a massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Now, a lot of reporters and commentators have substituted the verb suspend for terminate, but he didn't say suspend. He said, quote, allows for the termination. What pieces of the Constitution he would actually terminate, again, the verb that he used, he did not say. It is certainly startling, yes, to hear a former president, any former president or public official, for that matter, mumbling about terminating the Constitution. You know, the document that our entire system is based on, the thing public officials, members of the military swear to uphold and defend, and the the document that people have died to protect. I mean, listen listen to Anderson Cooper. All of a sudden, he loves the Constitution. Never before has Anderson Cooper loved the Constitution until now. Until now. Um, And and look, Anderson Cooper, this is a propagandist. Uh, Where was he condemning Trump-Russia collusion? He sold that narrative to the American people. He lied and covered up the Hunter Biden laptop story. So I I really don't want to hear it from these guys. Um, And and so, you know, here here is the holier-than-thou left suddenly embracing and loving the Constitution. Uh, go ahead and pull up photo uh, one, Captain. So, you know, this is uh, from, you know, after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Here's the headline. A majority of Democrats support abolishing the Supreme Court. A new poll finds. Uh, um, is anyone else confused here? 
<clears throat> I thought that uh, the Supreme Court was, you know, part of the Constitution, you know, the three separate branches of government. But here we have a majority of Democrats uh, that support abolishing the Supreme Court. That's odd. That was just a few months ago. <clears throat> and one of the things that Anderson Cooper goes on to say, you know, actually go ahead and pull up photo uh, four. This is what Trump said uh, in defense after the left attacked him uh, for his 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 post. And look, I already explained to you the, the contested election of 1876. Here's the thing. Donald Trump is actually correct. He's actually right. And I don't know why it's so hard for us to support it, to support it. But um, so, yeah, here it is. So uh, Donald Trump put out this. Uh, well, call it what you want. The, the left is saying he's walking back his comments, but Joe Biden walks back his comments every single day and they don't have a problem with that. So <clears throat> here's Donald Trump. The fake news is actually trying to convince the American people that I said I wanted to terminate the Constitution. This is simply more disinformation and lies, just like Russia, 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 and all of their other hoaxes and scams. What I said was that when there is a massive, when there is massive and widespread fraud and deception, as has been irrefutably proven in the 2020 presidential election, steps must be immediately taken to right the wrong. Only fools would disagree with that and accept stolen elections. MAGA. He's right. He's right. You know, I mean, look, and I, I, got, I got people talking to me left and right and all, you know, my left ear, my right ear, you know, talking anywhere they can to me, you know, uh, trying to convince me that Donald Trump stepped in it. And, you know, how could he do this again? And this is so, you know, the timing of this and everything else. I mean, I just think at some point, you know, re Republicans need to look in the mirror. Um, and they need to, 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 to realize that, that, that we are actually the problem. We are perpetuating this. I mean, let me ask you a question. Has the Democratic Party ever apologized for anything? Anything? Has the media ever demanded that any Democrat apologize for any of these major scandals? Has the media come out and demanded that Hillary Clinton apologize to the American people for inventing the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, which never happened, feeding that to the FBI, using that to try and unseat a do That was a coup. What they did in 2016 and afterward was a coup, concocting something that never happened to justify the whole Mueller probe where we spent 30 trillion plus dollars, 30, 30 million, I think I said trillion, 30 million taxpayer dollars to investigate something that they knew wasn't real. I mean, they have been trying to overturn the will of the American people since 2016. So anyway, so there, 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 there you have what Trump had to say in response. And, you know, get cut three ready. I just want you to hear this because, you know, the left is saying, oh, you know, Trump's trying to walk it back. You heard John, John Bolton say this, and it was very racist, by the way. Did you pick up on what John Bolton said? He said, basically, you know, anybody who can, you know, speak or understand English. Uh, I mean, is he attacking Spanish speaking people in this country? I, I, I don't know. Put him in a cage. Um, 
So, all right. So this this is the last cut with this, and we're going to move on. But, you know, cut three. So this is just a short montage that I think Fox News had put together in the past. And it doesn't even cover them all. But it's just Biden repeatedly walking back, or the White House walking back his comments. Go ahead and play cut. Uh, yeah, three. Go. The pandemic is over. Now, what he has been very consistent about is that we have to continue to have a front foot on this so we have the funding so that we are ahead of this. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. And the White House quickly followed up with a statement telling Fox News, quote, he was not discussing Putin's power in Russia or a regime change. We're not going to send to Ukraine can you offer some clarity on what president biden meant when he said we're not sending ukraine rocket systems that could strike into russia well we won't be sending long-range rockets for use beyond the battlefield in ukraine and right but right now i don't have anything uh, to preview for you today would u.s forces defend the island yes if in fact there was an unprecedented attack after our interview a white house official told us u.s policy has not changed Officially, the U.S. will not say whether American forces. All right. Well, so, you know, that's just a snippet. You know, you, 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 you can fill in the blanks. I mean, there are countless more examples of that. But Biden's always walking back things. <clears throat> always. The White House is walking back everything he says all the time. And, you know, but, you know, they, he can do that. No problem. They don't have an issue. And if Donald Trump clarifies what he says himself, uh, oh, yeah. Any, anybody, you can see the tweet. You can see the social media post. Anyway. All right, let's get into Georgia elections because that's happening today. We need to talk about this. I mean, you almost never know what's happening uh, because everyone's focused on Trump here. Uh, so what do you have happening in Georgia right now? It's a runoff election, right? And you've got uh, two black men. That's correct. You know, if you, if you look at them, the color of their skin is black. Is that correct, Captain? Right? Warnick is black, I believe. And Herschel Walker is also black. I have that correct. Although the left would call Herschel Walker an Uncle Tom. You know, they, they, they pull his black card, you know, anytime you're a Republican. Uh, that's how non-racist the Democrat Party is. You ain't black if you don't vote Democrat. You know, nothing, nothing racist about that. But anyway, you know, it, it's, it's incredible because if you remember back in 2020, 2021, right, they had a runoff election in the past. It was in 20, January of 2021. And that's when Warnock was elected to, to fill in. Um, for a seat there in the interim, which is why he's now forced to run again. And the, the Democrats, the media had no problem with that runoff election because it resulted in victory for them. Now, the Washington Post, the Washington Post, uh, they've got a headline. I, I, I mean, this is just incredible. Here's the headline. Georgia's runoff system was created to dilute black voting power. So, I mean, this is just bizarre to me. I mean, I'll get into what they're talking about in a second. But you've got two black men running against each other, right? I mean, I mean I, I, I'm not sure which black power is being diluted when your only two options are black men. I mean, this, this is the thing with the Democrats. I mean, how can it be possible that in this country, which is so steeped in racism, they tell us, that in Georgia, which is a southern state that used to be controlled by, you know, uh, uh, white supremacist Democrats, well, that's an example of racism. Two black men running against one another for a Senate seat is another example of racism in America. You know, you, you truly have to be brain dead like Fetterman uh, to, 
to to read this stuff with a serious face. Um, so I, I'm going to read you a couple pool quotes here. They say a runoff makes it harder for folks who have less resources to vote. This was before advanced in-person voting or voting was offered by mail and when we had many other unfair, iniquitous, undemocratic policies. It wasn't for a partisan advantage so much as an ideological and cultural one. Um, all right. So they're talking about, you know, th- this this being a challenge. Uh, here, here's, here's the clear. They say the system added intentional friction to the democratic process and provides a second chance for the majority group to consolidate support and stymies efforts by numerical minorities to build a winning coalition. So, you know, having a a repeat election here, it's just unfair. It's only unfair to Democrats because they have to mobilize their voters. You know, I mean, the other side doesn't have to mobilize anybody, right? That makes sense. And here's the thing. The, um, the, where's the statistic? So in Georgia, they set an early voting record in these runoffs. More than 330,000 Georgians voted in a single day. And this is up from 233,000 in 2018. So my point is, you know, you've had many days of, of early voting available, but on one day, more than 330,000 people voted. So it set a new single day record and you have the Washington Post complaining about voter suppression. Where's the evidence? But here's the thing, you know, they're, they're saying in the early days uh, when this kind of runoff system was established back in, I think, the ni- late 1960s, well, the person who did it, um, gosh, what was that? What was that guy's name? Um, well, I'll find it in a minute. But anyway, it was a, it was a Democrat state representative who 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 lobbied to pass and get this, uh, um, you know, this this runoff election format situated. I mean, th- this is what's amazing about Democrats, right? They use racism as a cudgel. To, to just bludgeon Americans to death on the issue of slavery, Jim Crow in America. And yet somehow they make this with a straight face without acknowledging their own party's unique contribution to the perpetuation of those very institutions they claim that we are all guilty of for eternity. Isn't that interesting to people? Does anyone ever push back and make this point? Is that not a... a I mean, Captain... Is that not interesting that they do this? I mean, I mean, they literally, they try and tear America apart at the seams over the issue of slavery. The Democrats do. But which party is it that was the party of slavery in Jim Crow? Is it, is, am I conf- is it not the Democrat party? Is this not bizarre? I mean, can you imagine if the Nazi party still existed in Germany and they ran a Jewish candidate? And they said, look at us. Look at us. We're the party of Jews. I mean, this is what the Democrats are doing in America. It's just, it's just a, a stunning to me. Stunning. So anyway, that, that's what they said. But, uh, but uh, back in 2020, 2021, uh, Denmark Groover, by the way, was the individual who the, the, the Washington Post goes on to explain this kind of fabricated history. Oh, by the way. So, so they say that because uh, Denmark Groover um, 
said, admitted that the reason he wanted runoff elections was because it was going to help prop up white candidates, you know, that this is evidence that it's still racist. But, you know, if they're going to do that, it's interesting because, you know, Lyndon B. Johnson, Lyndon Baines Johnson, right, when he passed the, you know, his first Civil Rights Act, which, which was actually Kennedy's Civil Rights Act that he appropriated from him. When he passed the Civil Rights Act, he said, we've got to give, you know, those N-words just a little something, just a little something to keep them quiet and pleased. So if that's the case, well, we should be looking at the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and making the same claim, shouldn't we? Well, you know, Lyndon Baines Johnson, he said that the reason he was going to pass this Civil Rights Act wasn't really because he cared about blacks. It was because, you know, he just wanted to bamboozle them. Well, should we overturn the Civil Rights Act of 1964? I'm just asking some questions. I know that Democrats don't ask any questions. Uh, They don't even know what I'm talking about, to be honest. This is just like, you know, a fantasy land for them because they've never encountered reality. Um, But anyway, you know, here we go. We've got a racist runoff between two black men. And I, I, I just... You know, Walker, by the way, right, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I'm not going to look. We got in trouble with this, didn't we? In the midterms before everyone making their wild predictions. Uh, And then it led to our disappointment. But, you know, it's 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 fairly predictable. Walker is dominating in rural and rural counties. And, uh, you know, here's the here's the kicker. Here's what could do Warnock in. Warnock needs black and Asian turnout. I mean, it pains me to say, I, I don't understand for the life of me. I mean, I know it's starting to change, but I, I mean, b- black and Americans voting for Democrats is just insane to me. I mean, this is the party that is responsible for the welfare state that has basically destroyed African-American families. Um, you know, they're responsible for the public education system, which turns out illiterate black Americans left and right, um, you know, and it's, it's responsible for the destruction. Of, I mean, black Americans are getting a raw deal uh, with the Democrat Party. And, um, and, and, you know, when we talk about systemic racism, I do agree, actually, that it exists, but it exists in the Democratic Party. It's in the public education system. It's in the welfare state. That's the systemic racism that's meant to keep black people down in this country. So maybe try something new. I mean, you've been voting Democrat, well, since 1929, uh, and your situation has not improved. But uh, anyway, even even more mind-boggling, you know, okay, Captain, correct me if I'm wrong. Have there not been a thousand news stories out there about... Democrats at universities, at companies, at Harvard University, who are openly discriminating against Asian Americans. Am I mistaken here? Uh, You know, last time I checked, the Democrats were going to war with Asian Americans, who are a minority in this country, by the way. But they, they have come out and proudly said, you know, Asians need not apply. I mean, Pfizer's done this with some of their grant programs or scholarship programs. You had the faculty... Senate faculty at Texas A&M recently do this. And you had one of the the proponents of this literally come out and say, yeah, yeah, basically what we're telling people is Asians don't need to apply. And so now, guess what? Asian turnout was down 23% for Democrats 
in the midterm election. Now we're going to have a runoff. But black support uh, turnout was down 14%. And I'm telling you, had Asians shown up and voted for Warnock, that 23% showed up, that we, we probably wouldn't be having a runoff right now. But, you know, if you're an Asian American, God bless you, uh, but I, I, I don't know what you're doing voting for Democrats when their official policy is discrimination against you. Um, you know, I, I, I want to, I want to get into touch on this, um, this story again, a little bit more about, about the Twitter stuff, because it's, it's not, the revelation is deeper than just the Biden campaign sending some emails to, um, you know, Twitter personnel saying, get rid of this tweet, suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story. You, you, you had, you had an FBI agent testify, come out and admit that the FBI had a series of meetings ahead of the 2020 election in which, you know, the agency was, was basically working on behalf of the Democratic Party um, to, to lay the groundwork for some justification for getting rid of this story, saying that they should be looking out for hacked materials, right? They were going to be distributed on social media platforms. So they knew this was coming right? They knew the Hunter Biden laptop scandal was coming. And so they quickly spread the Russian disinformation lie. And the intelligence community worked on at the behest of the Biden campaign to give them cover to do this. And so here here we go. An FBI agent testified to Republican attorneys general, it was this week, that the FBI held weekly meetings with big tech companies in Silicon Valley ahead of the 2020 presidential election to discuss disinformation on social media. So the suit, there's a lawsuit going on and uh, it's being led, I believe, by Eric Schmidt, uh, one attorney general from Missouri and Jeff Landry of Louisiana. They have deposed the FBI supervisory special agent Elvis Chan is that person's name. And Chan, who serves in the FBI San Francisco borough, well, he was questioned under oath by court order about his alleged critical role in coordinating with these social media platforms relating to censorship and suppression of speech on their platforms. And during the deposition, Chan said that he, along with the FBI's Foreign Influence Task Force and senior cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency officials, they had weekly meetings with major social media companies to warn against Russian disinformation attempts ahead of the 2020 election. So, you know, Democrats are out there trying to dismiss this saying, well, you know, Trump was president. Yeah, exactly. Which makes it that more shocking. You have the FBI undermining the president of the United States working as a rogue Democrat operation to suppress this damaging story and never forget you know, there was a, a survey that came out. I don't know if you remember this, Captain, but it was it was something like 15 or 16 percent of Democrats said they would not have voted for Joe Biden had they known that the Hunter Biden laptop, laptop story was real. That would have changed the election results altogether. I mean, the, 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 you just you can't have a, 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 a constitutional republic survive without free speech. And without an enlightened and enlightened informed citizenry, it just you can't have it, and that's what they're doing. Um, let me see if I can pull up this other story. I think it's on this on this this related to this topic. Um, 
you've got uh well i don't know if you saw this it, sam bankman uh, freed right of ftx i want i want to go on the record talking about this for a second so sam bankman freed maxine waters has invited uh you know the the the, the young bernie madoff uh, to testify before congress and so so bankman freed has said once I have finished learning and reviewing what happened, I would feel like it was my duty to appear before the committee and explain. I'm not sure that will happen by the 13th, but when it does, I will testify. I- I'm going to tell you something right now. Bankman, this scandal <clears throat> goes right up the chain to the top levels of the Biden administration. Bankman freed met with White House officials on numerous times. People in the Biden administration knew, knew, I'm telling you right now, they knew that this FTX crap was a Ponzi scheme. They knew it. But they looked the other way because they wanted his money to fund the election. It goes so much deeper. And you, of course, you have, you know, Matt, oh, I mean, does anyone trust Maxine Waters is going to invite Freed? His testimony, his testimony would bury Democrats. I'm telling you right now, they're in on this. They knew about this scandal. They had to have known. They had to have known. But again, they don't care because they wanted the money and it's already been spent. You know, I think they're saying they're going to pay back some of this, or whatever, but it's already been spent on the election. Arguments. So yeah, freed. Yeah. You know, basically what he's saying is, you know, once I meet with the Democrats and the FBI and we get our story straight, yeah, I'll come in and testify. I'll come in and testify. I got to find out how I'm going to work around and protect everybody first. Unbelievable. Um, you know, I've read, I don't know. Have you, has this happened? Um, uh, oh, Captain, up in uh, New, well, I won't say, well, where you live up on the uh, East Coast, you know, have, have you have you seen, is this a real problem? I mean, I understand that, that there are there are worries about, um, you know, energy problems, right? This winter? Yeah, so, you know, uh, here, here we are, you know, this self-inflicted energy crisis in America. And I, I wanted, I want to share this story from the EU. So a year, this is from the Daily Wire, European country considers banning electric vehicle travel amid energy crisis. So, I mean, I just want you to think about this. Reality dictates, this is in Switzerland. So they are considering banning electric vehicles for non-essential travel this winter. Our, the Democrats in America and you know California leading the way, they are demanding that we all are f- compelled to drive electric vehicles in the very near future. And here you have Switzerland talking about banning electric vehicles for non-essential travel this winter because they have an energy crisis. And they, I, I believe, you know, they, they rely predominantly on hydroelectric power. But the point is, there's not enough energy, even if you wanted to live in this pipe dream, uh, coming from, you know, solar panels and windmills and so on and so forth to provide the electricity to make up for it. So I, I just can't comprehend it. I can't comprehend it. Oh, that's good. Captain, let's let's do that. Let's pull up um that that um 
Oh, yeah, you've got it. Okay. So Ca- Captain pulled up something for me. This is from uh, Fortune. It's going to be pretty bad. This part of the U.S. is hurtling towards a winter heating crisis, and consumers could pay the highest prices in decades. And, and this is the thing. You know, this is happening right now. It's being done to Americans on purpose. And we're supposed to be upset because Donald Trump is uh, talking about something that needs to be addressed, which is what happened in 2020 and what is continuing to happen. Now, look, I talked about this on the last episode. You know, Arizona is now going to certify the election results in favor of Katie Hobbs, who, by the way, Katie Hobbs, as I mentioned, was one of these individuals who was using Twitter as her own personal censorship platform. But, you know, Maricopa County, the fact that 70-some-odd voting polling places, when people showed up to vote in person, just didn't work, and they were told they couldn't vote? Yeah, 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 Captain's right. She just certified her own election. I mean, I, I guess, you know, I mean, this is the thing. We're just fighting against people who don't have any principles or morals. And, you know, I mean, I, 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 you know, people ask me all the time, you know, here we are talking about the issues. You know, we're all doing this, but people want solutions, right? I mean, I understand that people get very frustrated. Oh, you know, Drew, you're talking about this and that and all these problems in America. What, what, what can we do? What do we do? Well, I've got some good news and bad news. Uh, you are the solution. Look in the mirror. No one's coming to save you. You are the solution you're seeking. And I think the most important thing that we can do as American citizens that love this country is to change our mentality, change our attitude, stop acting like losers, stop looking at what the left says in terms of attacking us, calling us names, and, and, and being defensive, uh, becoming weak, need, and these knee-jerk reactions. You know, the easiest thing in the world, right, because the left wanted it to happen with the Donald Trump situation, was just to come out and bury him. Slam Trump. Why? The left doesn't do this. They never do that. You would never see, you know, some Democrat go over on Fox News. Yeah, I'll give you an example. And Gavin Newsom very well may run in 2024. I, I don't buy this. You know, I'm not going to try and go for the. I mean, he's just, but, but my point is they're, they are about winning and victory. That's all they care about. So even Newsom is out there saying, no, 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 I'm not going to challenge Joe Biden in 2024. I'm not going to do it. But Newsom would never go on Fox news like John Bolton just did after, after, well, I mean, let's just look at the biggest scandal in American history. You have Joe Biden selling his position as vice president and now president of the United States to the highest bidder, foreign enemy nations to enrich his family. That's a bombshell. Huge. And now if Gavin Newsom wanted to become president in 2024 and he was like John Bolton and many of these other Republicans right now, he would go to Fox and he would give a, a, a wonderful interview in which he would say, look, you know, we can't tolerate what Joe Biden's doing. I mean, this is corruption. We can't deal with this. But he doesn't do it, right? He doesn't do it. They understand. Well, I guess they want to win. They want to win. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying Newsom's, a, a, you know, I'm not I'm some fanboy of Newsom, believe me. But I, I just, 
We can't win if we're going to keep buying this, 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 this premise of the left. I mean, look, we are afraid to condemn man-made global warming as a hoax. We just are. I mean, I'm not, but many of us are. I mean, when it comes to uh, uh, many of these issues, we are just afraid to go out there because what, we're afraid the media is going to say something bad about us? I mean, you know, if you want to change my, look, I mean, look, we're a constitutional republic, right? We've got issues with elections that need to be fixed. But how do we fix the country, right? Well, we have to get more voters. You know, actually, by the way, I want to put this Trump myth to share. I want to show you where facts, um, well, I want to, I want to show you the facts because we're being told, you know, Trump's the problem and so on and so forth. Okay. Pull up a, a photo too. These are the midterm results. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the midterm results because you're being told that, you know, Trump's a problem, the Democrats, you know, abortion. They're more, so this is, so according to the Washington times, Republicans, 3.5 million midterm popular vote win over the Democrats should have translated into a net gain of about 25 House seats, giving the GOP a firm 230-seat majority. What went wrong wasn't a Trump hangover, but that Republicans won votes in districts which were already overwhelmingly Republican instead of the races where those ballots were sorely needed to score seats. But we can still toss back some champagne because in 2022, citizens gave the Democrats about 10.3 million fewer votes than their 60.7 million votes in the 2018 midterms. Do you understand the significance there? 10.3 million fewer Democrats voted in the 2022 midterms as they did in the 2018 midterms. And three and a half million more Republicans voted in the midterms than did back then. So there is progress to be seen and the democrats want us to believe that we don't have momentum that the tides turned on us that we need to condemn donald trump to win election that's not true now look i'm not saying again that trump needs to be coronated for 2024 that's not what i'm saying at all but i just for the life of me don't understand when you have a democratic party run by the likes of biden and you are faced with the trump russia collusion hoax quid pro quo this phony insurrection, you know, the raid of Mar-a-Lago. When you have this massive scandal with Twitter, with social media, with collusion, with the Democrats suppressing one of the biggest stories to protect their candidate and hand them a win. When you have the border situation, when you have the economy in crisis like it is, when you have the East Coast suffering from energy shortages this winter, all of these problems, China on the move, a weakened America, the Taliban taking over in Afghanistan. I mean, Iran, the Democrats are still working with Iran to give them a nuclear weapon. And we're sitting here, we're sitting here attacking Donald Trump. This is what has to be corrected in the Republican Party. We need to behave like the Democrats do. We don't need to be apologizing all the time and buying this narrative. I explained already, Donald, the brilliance actually of what Donald Trump did with that one social media post was get the Democrats to suddenly defend the Constitution. Make them play 
by their own rules. If they're going to come out now and make the front page headline everywhere in this country that Trump doesn't support the Constitution and Democrats do support the Constitution, well, now is the time to demand that the Democrats secure the border. Demand that the Democrats protect the Second Amendment. Demand that the Democrats condemn what they did suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop story. If they are constitutional advocates and supporters, we have to learn to play the game. Is this making sense, Captain? We just we just have to learn how to play the game. And, you know, understand who the enemy is, and there is no compromise with these people. So anyway, all right, I mean, look, we've, we've, we'll see what the results are tonight. I mean, I... I, I I don't know. Anybody want to bet on how long it's going to take to actually get the results in? I mean, it's not Arizona and it's not some of these other states, but we'll see. I mean, I, I don't think we'll have a declared winner tonight uh, un, unless, unless, you know, Democrats rush to, to four days. All right. Four days, Captain says. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, this is Drew Allen, folks, your millennial minister of truth. Uh, you know, my favorite time of the week. It's great being with you. Uh, God bless you all. And until next time. Talk to my friend Drew Allen. And I'll tell you what, he's a tough guy. A millennial conservative. I've, I've become a big fan of One your writing. Of the great young thinkers of our time. Appreciate his opinion. Conservative Drew, Drew Allen. Has Drew Allen. I look to this guy for wisdom.